Hello friends. Um, where am I? I'm actually at my father's house. My dad's place, right? Some of you might have read about this in my second memoir, 40 Nights. It's kind of a, a bit of madness took place here, right? But I'm not, I'm not here to talk about that. Um, I just came across this. Right, and it, it it spurred me on just to make this short clip about ed, the education system, and it might sound a bit silly, but these pots here's another one are really a great example of how um, the education system failed me. So what, what do I mean by that? Well, Karl Marx referred to education in a capitalist society as functionalism, a functionalist system of education. Karl Marx, the great, what was he, a psychologist, sociologist, philosopher, great prolific writer. Um, came up with a book, was it Das Kapital? A kind of constructive criticism of, of capitalism. And what did he mean by functionalist? Well, basically, in a nutshell, he's talking about our modern education is designed to send us to the factories and the call centres and the boring office jobs. All those careers that that are okay, you know, we've, we've all had to do them, this is not a criticism, but they steal, well you can argue they steal your freedom, don't they? You know, they, they steal your dreams, they tell you you've got to work this nine to five and it's for the rest of your life, well, until you're 65. That's now getting put up in the UK because the ever greedy, um, power elite are always looking ways to screw us out of our money and they do it obviously through the politicians so now the retirement age in the UK is going up I mean for crying out loud many people die before they reach the age of, of 70, 75 whatever the limit is now how cruel is it that you work hard all your life you're a good person you know You've got a family that you want to enjoy, whatever the case may be, and you're not allowed to retire until you're at such an age where your body's starting to fall apart because of the, the Western diet, you know, the rubbish Western diet that you've been brainwashed into buying into, right? Um, so, I may be getting a, a bit off subject, no surprise there. But I came across these two pots at my, my dad's house and it just reminded me of the 15-year-old Chris Thrall. And I opted for pottery as one of my options when I was, uh, had two years to take my exam, you know, two years before I took my exams. Back then they were called O-levels and it was just about the time before, before GCSEs took over. And 
funnily enough, I did more GCSEs in the military than I did at school, or I certainly passed more. I passed three in the military. But when I was at school, you could go for the O-level, which was the, the good one to have. And if you weren't so academically minded, you'd, you'd go for something called the GCSE, which was the, the sort of low gra lower grade, right? Most jobs asked that you had, uh, or, or most jobs would look favorably on you if you had the O-level, because it was just pitched a bit higher, right? And you had to have grade C or above. Now, I opted for pottery as one of my options. It was, you could do like three forms of art. You could do kind of drawing and um, other, like a theatrical type of art, for example, and, and, and I went for the pottery. Now, just look at this, right? I'm not saying it's brilliant, my friends, you know, I'm, I'm really, that's not the point. In fact, look, it's got my name. Can you see that? Sorry, the sun is shining in my face. So Chris Rule, 1986, 0064. I'm guessing the 0064 is my um, exam number. And here's the other one. It's a bit like a an urn, right? Again, I've carved my name in that one. What's that? CJ Thrall, 1985. Now, here's the thing. I think they're okay. I mean, they're not, you know, I'm not going to win any prizes, right? And I never intended to. But I thought, you know, they're, they're okay. They're quite ingenious. I came up with this style, as well as everyone else would do the pots on the, on the wheel. I decided, no, I do, I do mine out of separate, uh, separate pieces all stuck together. And I did a load more of these. Now, here's the thing, right? I failed my exam miserably. I got an F, right? F is the lowest you can go next to ungraded. F means you got about 35%, so 35 out of 100 in your overall appra appraisal. So you're the lowest of the low, right? Well, at least in this, this ridiculous academic sense. But I want to just say two things for, for, for you out, for you learners out there, for you educators, young people. Is they're not bad, are they? You know, they're not bad. But had my, my academia, my school, been more on the ball, had the system that we operate not been to kind of brainwash and guide and, 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 and kind of destroy people's dreams. Had it been more about me and nurturing me and, and saying well done for, for what I show signs of being good at, um, no, it just failed me. F, ungraded, not good enough, right? Not good enough. Well, had it been more like Australia where they have a, a red flag system 
I don't know if it's all the schools. My, my friend is, an, is a headmistress in Australia, and she's saying, Chris, over here we look at a young person and we mark them down kind of, you know, surreptitiously, sensitively, we mark them down on their background. So if we get a young person and they're, they're, maybe they get it, we, we, their parents are divorced, maybe they've never known their father, if, you know, I'm thinking predominantly for men here, but of course it affects both sexes. But I, I've got this thing, this kind of theory that when the, the man and the son, the father and the son relationship gets destroyed or tainted for whatever reason, it really seems to have an effect on young men. Look at, look at all the knife crime in London now. Um, from what, I, what I'm told, it's predominantly the Afro-Caribbean community. Well, I, when I worked in Mozambique, one of the um, kind of... One of the things that happened is there was a lot of absent fathers. They didn't have this tie to family that we have in the West. And I'm not saying whether this is right or wrong. It's not the point. But I, I do wonder how many, whether that's a trait that's been carried over into modern uh, black culture is this. And obviously, I'm not talking for everybody. I'm, I'm now talking on a specific situation in London, right, where... Maybe there's uh, absent fathers and this is leading young men to not know how to be a man. You know, they've got, they haven't got the most important role model in life. And so they go out and think that being tough means sticking someone with a knife. And of course they, they suffer the consequences. Well, Australia are very good at recognizing these things, right? Why am I saying this? Well, look at my pots. Da -na -na -na. Right? Had my school taken into consideration that I was 15, so I'm basically a child, right? A child who adults have a charge to take care of, to nurture, to train, to be the best they can be, right? Those teachers, had they been more informed, had they been better trained, but more, most of all, had they not been all controlled by this capitalist system that's controlled by this elite that I keep talking about that don't care about you, they don't care about me, we're just numbers. They don't care about their fellow man. They've been brainwashed from a young age to just uh, want to control and manipulate the whole goddamn show because of their own inadequacies and their own insecurities. Um, you know, had my teachers not been subject to that then they would have looked at me and gone hang on a sec we got this kid Chris right he's 15 he's already been kicked out of home and having to fend for himself on the street he has already had uh, two step parents that he's had to get to deal with both of which were abusive towards him. He's already had a lot of stuff in his life, which is, it's, you know, I'm just not gonna talk about it, but you, you kind of get what I mean, you know, I'm, I'm unpleasant stuff, I'm, 
I, I don't speak about this, guys, not for any reasons of shame or, or, or whatever. It's just I, I believe forgiveness and love is the only way in life. I mean, it really, it really is. It's just the once you adopt love and respect for all people, even those that harm you, a load of the clutter, it goes away. The anxiety goes with it. It's very simple philosophy. Just live and love. There's nothing else. What's the point in hating? I mean, that's never, you know, in a hundred years, literally no one is going to care. So why waste time on it? Remember, we're just carbon molecules, aren't we? Is this set that you see here of carbon molecules going to live my whole life hating that set of carbon mo it, it becomes ridiculous, right? So anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm slightly digressing, but, but my point is those teachers could have recognised I had a freaking hell of a lot going on as a young kid. A lot of uh, sort of abusive stuff, a lot of mental health stress, um, very no support. I was really lonely kind of in, inside, you know. I'm going to school not knowing if like I can go home that evening or whether my stepdad's going to throw like some freaking tantrum and I'll get thrown out the house again or whether I'll get thrown out on the way to school in my school uniform and be standing smoking on the street corner wondering like why does this happen to me why doesn't this happen to my friends why, why am I I'm 15 I've got nowhere to go N nobody loves me and you know I mean don't get me wrong even at that young age I was so pragmatic and so resilient that I, I just turned it all into a positive. I used to say, I don't actually want an easy life, you know? Because if I had the easy life, I'd, I'd be missing out on all these tough lessons. Lessons that make you tough, you know, that make you a, a warrior, a warrior in life, so to speak. But had these teachers recognized this, they would have looked at this pot and gone, bloody hell. Look what this guy is capable of. I mean, it's not, it's not the, you know, I'm not Leonardo da Vinci painting the Mona Lisa, right? I'm not trying to claim that, but come on. I came up with this. It's novel, it shows ingenuity, it shows thought, it shows a bit of talent, it shows creativity. And what do they do? They mark me down as, as an F on my exam as the, the most rubbish artist I, I could possibly have been, right? And what I'm trying to say here, my little boy, hello my son. What I'm trying to say here, folks, is that is not the way ahead. It doesn't show love and it doesn't show respect, so it's not the way ahead. The system, the education system, is purely to indoctrinate young people to go to the factories, to go to the call centres, to go to the offices, to not to not live out their dreams. It takes away the critical thinking ability to be able to criticise the system, the big brother as it were, right? And it destroys people's confidence, it destroys their prospects, it destroys their sense of self, right? Just a better scenario would have been a teacher going, God, blimey, Chris, that's clever. Wow, 
because they kind of secretly knew like all the stuff I was going through. Um, not that, that that should make me cheat or give me like a, a, a boost up the, the rating, I'm not saying that. They should just have taken everything into, situ in, into consideration from a holistic perspective. They should have encouraged my art and gone, that's novel. We've not seen that before, right? But instead, no, it failed me. And here's the thing, if you've read my memoir, Eat and Smoke, you'll know it wasn't until I took crystal meth and I suddenly, it, it fired up this innate uh, creativity within me. I found I could draw, I could write songs, song lyrics, I, I could paint, and I was really, you know, not bad at it. I just, I'm not trying to be brilliant, that's not the point of what I'm saying, but like, I wasn't the failure that the last 10 years at school had told me I was, and that they would have been happy I went my whole life as that failure, not achieving, not being a, a, a writer, not achieving my life goals, not getting a, a, a glorious, dear family around me, okay? So, I just wanted to put this out there. If you're an educator, a teacher, if you're a young person and you're struggling, the education system in the functionalist sense, in capitalist society, it don't pay, don't pay any more attention to it than you have to because it's nonsense. I found my creativity later in life. I found that I'm actually, you know, I'm not talking money here, that's not the point, but I'm actually a successful human being. Um, and my dad still has these around his house. That is how proud he was of me. He couldn't believe I'd made these things. And that's all the confirmation I needed to know that actually, I think I was right and the education system was very, very wrong.